as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. And you know, it's the Hustler and Bogey bringing you your favorite fantasy news show, Fantasy News Today. It's time to roll up. Bruh, sometimes I won't even make this show because it's so my favorite show that I got to watch it. <laughs> For real, because we'd be dropping the isms, making sure. Oh, uh, yeah, I got to watch the show. That's why I missed it. If there's one show that you need to watch every single day during the season, it's this show because it's going to help you destroy your league mates on the waiver wire. That, that's the biggest reason. You want to destroy the waiver wire? Just tap in every day because we're bringing you news faster than anybody on the internet. Anybody. All right. Facts. So we got a handful of things to talk about first. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we talk about the Steelers first? Because that's kind of uh, the newest, newest news. And uh, T.J. Watt uh, knee injury uh, in the game. He ended up leaving. Deontay Johnson ends up getting a shoulder uh, injury during the game. Ends up leaving the game. And then uh, bogey in the matrix. And then uh, Najee Harris confirms that he's been battling a sprain. Liz Frank. Uh, since the beginning of training camp, been dealing with it for about a month. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much that's going to um, come into play. Um, he's been dealing with it, but now it sounds like it's getting um, at least a little bit back to normal. I mean, if it was that much of an issue, he wouldn't have even played at all. So um, talking about Najee and the, the sprain, Liz Frank. I mean, if it was that serious, he wouldn't have even been playing at all. He has enough time that he should be good. I mean, it's like uh, they say, uh, the fantasy doctors at least, they say it's like a, it's a mid foot sprain, but it's, which is, if it was like a level two or three, you know what I mean? It would have to require surgery. So they say it's a level one. So hopefully it's not something that continues to hinder. I mean, the fact that he got out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if, if it was that concerning, they wouldn't have let him get out there at all. Right. And he was out there walking around after they showed him on the sideline. Like, he looked fine, you know what I mean? So, I'm going off of that because I have a lot of nausea. Yeah. And what up, Uncle Buck? Said, I can't let you guys know who I'm picking. <laughs> okay. Yep. Which draft is he talking about for the um the, the, the cutout or the snap? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure off the top of my head. Is he in the, the Debo? I don't think he is. I'm not sure. Not not sure which one he's talking about. Which one are you talking about, Uncle? He's probably talking about the Dracula. Oh, may, maybe. 
I don't think he's in that one though. Hess in the building. What up, bro? What up, Hess? Yeah, let me double check. I don't think he's in that one. No, he's not. You know what? Don't even tell us what you're talking about, Uncle. Oh, Tom. there you go. He says League 14, the dynasty. We're not drafting until next year on that one. <laughs> Man, and it's just gonna be a rookie draft. <laughs> That's funny. There we go. And uh let's see. Is he implying he's gonna have the first pick overall? Oh no, I don't know. No idea. No idea. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's get back to some of this news. Uh, okay, how about the Brian Robinson news? So for those did, who did not hear, uh, Brian Robinson was involved in a carjacking. I mean, he was the, the victim of a carjacking or at least attempted carjacking. Dude got shot three times, like two times in the stomach, one time in the leg. Um, he's not in any kind of life-threatening condition, like thankfully. Um Crazy timing, though, like real crazy timing. They, um, Ron Rivera, he said that uh, there's a chance that he's that he could recover and make it back this year. I just feel like for redraft, I, I don't. I mean, I'm not trying to draft him or anything now. Like you're just gonna have to wait so long, and who knows if he even if he even comes back? Because Washington's got to be in something to like worth bringing him back. Or yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of times guys like that. If they can bring them back, get them their money for the year, they'll do that. You know what I mean? But also, yeah, but he's not. I mean, he comes back and he plays like three or four games. I mean, that's some money, but it's not like he's getting. Yeah. Well, I think it's enough to get your. It's enough to get your contract minimum. That, that they did that for they did that for Cam Akers last year. You know what I mean? He managed yeah. to come back for the one run regular game in the season and it got him, you know, that was enough game time to get him his whatever minimum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then they, get, they, they get paid per game as well. You know what I mean? Peacock, Peacock said he heard the glute in the lower leg and, and uncle Buck said the same thing. Yeah, Lee, that's, don't have that's me said on, on uh, things over here. Ian Rappaport. Man, shout, shout out to our man Lee. First of all, cause Lee's going <laughs> to hit us with like, Eight different of the same shit, but from yes. different sources. Definitely. And then, like, but the Ian Rappaport one that, that I saw, he, he definitely said uh, he tried to run out of the. He tried to run, and that's when. They, first of all, he refused. Then he tried to dip out on foot, and then that's when they started <coughs> bucking, they bucked at him, and, and they they hit him in the ass, and uh, they hit him in, in the leg. Um, maybe yeah, I mean, just let him run away. He's like literally giving it up. Couldn't just let him just run away. I mean, shit, bro. Dopey's. They, they might have they had no mask on, for all we know. They're like, fuck it, kill us that. Hey, you know what, though? Uh, Y'all should check out our, our paid in full silver screen breakdown. Because uh, there's a famous line in there. Motherfuckers get shot every day in the hood, B. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I know it's a bad joke, but it's just it's so perfect for Bogart. <laughs> and... Uh... Yeah, that sucks. He's trying to get away. He's even running away. Could not run the bullets, though. That's some bullshit. And uh, now just his rookie season. <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of hype. I mean, that's the thing that kind of sucks more than anything. I mean, it's not just that he was a rookie. He was actually starting to get in the hype. Everyone, uh, I didn't like all the hype that he was getting. Like Darius Geis? <laughs> I just didn't think, I mean, like he's, I didn't think he's going to come in and still overtake Antonio Gibson, you know, and now... This is just kind of 
well, now this gives guys like you and whoever else thought, and like now you have an ex- a baked in excuse on uh, why he didn't start. I really wish that we could have seen See, it. Hold on, I, hold on. I knew you I was going to be right. You say that I got in, the baked in excuse. I'm, not, I'm, I'm a guy who was on, like, I'll just I said you and everybody. I said you yeah, and yeah, everybody hold on, else. Hold on, hold on. But now you're, you have a baked in excuse for being right because he got shot, and now Gibson's probably going to take the job back. Well, see, the thing is, is I'm not. not, It goes both ways. Well, yeah, I'm not going to take victory laps over someone getting shot, but there will be a bunch of people on the other side of the fence. Yeah, those are stupid people. Don't ever group me with those people again. (laughs) Well, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be taking a lap because he got shot. I'm saying the baked in excuse for all these people who are hyping him up like crazy. You just happen to be in that. And you're not saying draft him even in single digit rounds. I mean, you never even said that, but there's a bunch of people out there who are hyping him up that crazy. So hey, that's I, people I'll who say I'm this. About. Last week I was saying, get prepared for him to go in. If, if you want Brian Robinson, he's going to go into single digits. I was saying this. Yeah. And like, and I never heard someone, you say that he was going to get that. That you were gonna draft him there or anything like that. Like there's this big school. I said I said I would take him higher than Gibson though. And then like Gibson, yeah, ha- but Gibson he's still going first, but he's fought like I mean, I think Steamboat got him in the ninth round in that 14 team of uh, the SBI. You know, what I mean that's, yeah. that's damn near crazy. it was damn near double digits for him, especially if you were in any kind of like regular ass league, like he was going like 10th round. Yeah, no one no one cared anymore because one thing that people love, including myself. Is the hot shiny new things? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You mean the shiny new uh, joints? A lot of it. Well, okay, and see, and it's not even you. I'm just, I'm just throwing you in there with it. It's really yeah. all these fantasy analysts who are so crazy about dynasty that they're like, it doesn't matter if he was drafted, you know, in the top like you know 95 picks or whatever. He's still gonna come in and be the guy because I'm saying so. Like it's those motherfuckers well, with, no, with no, with no I, I can only make a case for certain guys running back specifically unless you have like a first or a second first second or third dra- round draft capital you have you're starting as a backup there's no like and then even if it's an honorary oh you're a backup you still got to earn your shit like you know what i'm saying but when you're a fourth and fifth round draft pick or even later and if i think you have a clear path then i'm i'm i'm, I'm looking at them in, in redraft like Isaiah Pacheco. Like all those guys who said that um, that sermon was going to be, you know, like just hands down the stud right off the bat. Even if he doesn't get hurt. Right? And he Most was drafted in the third hurt. round. So, but, and, it, and it made no sense. And so, like, that would be someone like something that I would be, I would be saying like, hey, well, he was a third rounder. This gives him a shot to a clear path to get an, uh, uh, an opportunity at the starting gig. But when, when you're Isaiah Pacheco and you have, a Clyde Edwards Hilaire and a Ronald Jones in front of you. Those guys are whack, bro. This guy's coming in. Yeah. And, and, you know what I mean? Boy, so and, the and, and, and the Chiefs have the track record of like wanting to replace Clyde and keep bringing motherfuckers in. Yeah. To do and that then, there's, then there's Damian Pierce, who had a clear path, has a clear path because, you know, Marlon Mack ain't, we know, you know, he's blah. Rex Burkhead is, you know, cut more utility than anything. And then, you know, Brian, there was Brian Robinson because all the stuff going on with Antonio Gibson and, and hamstrings and fucking t- turf toes and goddamn, you know, too much dancing in, behind the line and not hitting the hole and fumbles. Then the injury is, you know, like injury history, I said. But then really, he's just not a running back. 
You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's a project. So just to have an actual running back, that made me excited for Brian Robinson. Yeah. I, I, maybe the running backs are just cursed there, bro. They're like Detroit maybe. And maybe Swift can break that curse in Detroit. But, man. God damn it, Deacock. He said, poor choice of words, but I dodged a bullet by not having any exposure. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean – I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. If, if Brian Robinson was like literally our homie, I mean, we would have to be saying some shit to try to cheer him up right now. Right. Like, I mean, not just going to be like over there crying, you know, like he's not dying, you know, like, thank God. Like he's not like nothing deathly is happening. It, it I would sucks. tell the homie, sucks. I would tell the homie what, every, what, what everybody should, uh, uh, what, I mean, what he wants to really hear from anybody is like, listen, bro, they got you in your ass. Not in your your cock and balls, man. He's <laughs> like, right. Like, you know what I mean? We should have just Fuck. started acting like Denzel, you know, like right all the shit on training day. Ah, shot me in the ass. Take. <laughs> oh shit. No, you know what though? When uh what is it called? When they when they when they shot him in the ass, what the real homie should do. It's come through with the with the, like the, the ill donuts, bro. And you probably be able to order some of those donuts from Neon P uh, from my man neonpeacock.threadless.com, bro. You got everything. You get a whole design of motherfucking donuts for your ass. Hey, hey shit, if your homie got hemorrhoids, get him one of these donuts. You feel know I me? Mean? Have you ever seen uh uh, remember City Slickers? I can't remember if it was number one or two. Yeah, ro rolling, rolling, rolling. Boy, my yeah. ass is swollen. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, I forget who the hell it was. I think it might have been Daniel Stern who, like, they, he's going to take a shit and he like sits on a cactus, but he thinks that, oh. but he thinks that a snake bit him. <laughs> and uh, like uh, the guy is like, you gotta suck the poison out or it's gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I he was about to do it too, but right when he goes to do it, then see the big ass fucking like cactus needle or whatever uh, just sticking out of his ass. Like, Damn, he was about, you were about, his to, ass. about to suck my ass to get the to keep me alive. I mean, shit, you got, that's the real homie right there. Yeah, oh yeah, you got a right in his tank. <laughs> All right, we got a question. From uh, who is this? From Sar Sardal on uh, on Twitch. Who are you taking with the number three pick? I'm leaning Eckler or Najee half point PPR twelve team. Jefferson. It's either Eckler, Najee, or Jefferson. Like those are the three that I would be on with that pick. Yeah. Yeah. In order, I'd probably take Jefferson, then Eckler. It's a close cut between Eckler. It's just I'm saying Jefferson because it is the position he plays is less volatile. I hate it when like I have a top three pick and my player goes down. I hate that. And and it, you know, if you want to be risk less risk avert and more upside, I think that is with uh Jefferson. All right, I gotta help Noble real quick. Um yeah. the, the Jimmy G stuff. Okay, yeah, you know what? I got some thoughts get, on this. Yeah, give some Jimmy G thoughts. I'll be able to hear what you're saying. I'm just going to be like literally right outside of the frame. I mean, you know, for everybody that's been tuning in, man, I've been on a roller coaster with this whole Jimmy thing because I'm always just going to think of what's logical. We, you know, for, for, since after the, the loss to the sorry-ass Rams that, that won the uh, Super Bowl, uh, to, you know, I, I knew we were going to trade them. You know what I'm saying? We had the Steelers. We had New Orleans, 
You know what I'm saying? Carolina, these are all – Washington, these are all teams that had deals on the table for, for, for handsome Jimmy, bro. And, like, then he has the shoulder thing that he had been dead – that he sustained from the goddamn victory over the goddamn Cowboys in the playoffs. So here's Jimmy nursing his injury from the goddamn Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? And now, because of that injury from the goddamn Cowboys, he had to get a surgery. All those trade offers that were on the table, they're gone. So then, and then we're stuck with, with Jimmy past March 16. March 16 was the paid deadline. Books for 25.5 million. And you know what I'm saying? We, if we cut him, he's only a million. But it's no, why would we cut him? Let, let's see what we could do here. Gets the surgery, you know, re, uh, recovery goes fine, but he missed, we missed out on the total QB carousel. So now we're just kind of waiting around. If, if and when we cut Jimmy, like I've been saying since Baker got traded, I was like, well, that's it. We're, we're cutting Jimmy now. I know the Cleveland thing sounded interesting, 11 games, but why would that team try to trade for Jimmy when they can just wait till we cut him? You know what I mean? Yeah. And the Seattle thing, it's not going to happen. We wouldn't you think, so I didn't hear it, but uh, do you think uh, you think they're just chopping them? I mean, because yep. they, they can still afford to keep them, right, technically? Yeah. and But it's like, this is a real – this could be uh, – there's no it, – it's a thin line between this being a great judgment call or not. Yeah, Titans. What up, Titans? Like, okay, so say, say, I, say we're like, all right, no one will trade for Jimmy. Let's not cut him. We can we can squeeze them in on the books this year. Let, let, let let's keep them right. So what does that entail? And Uncle Buck said I'd say keep him, but he's got to take a pay cut. I mean that's the thing. Like he's not going to take. But a see, pay cut. he's not going to take a pay cut because his money's already guaranteed. Right. Right. Because even if he even and if they cut him, he's still getting that him, money. Right. Trading him away, there's still a, chance, a possibility we could tr just like be like, hey, we'll front seventy five percent of that twenty five million. You know what I mean? And yeah. then how much how what is it dead cap? Let me see. One point something million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But either way, he's getting that 25 though, right? Mm -hmm. Whether yeah. they cut him or not. Because really, I mean, I'm sure that's what he wants. Like to get cut, yeah. you go anywhere you want, you can sign any deal you want because you're literally getting that 25 mil either way. Yeah. Who doesn't love double dipping? We know Jimmy likes those porn stars, he likes double dipping for sure. Jimmy's a super freak, bro. <laughs> He's a super freak, super freak, super freak. Hey, and now we're so latest. Jimmy, he, if you try, if we, if and when we cut Jimmy, right? Because say, I say if is because we're crazy enough to keep him that. And to me, in my opinion, that's the bad judgment call. Because I mean, Niner, Niner said it right here keep the pricey insurance. It's Super Bowl year. But still, though, here's the thing, though, for our, the development of the young kid's psyche. See, Jimmy's mature, and he's mature enough to know that I'm going to make it uncomfortable for this kid just by being here. And, he, well, and, and if he was ugly, that would be a, an issue. But every time Trey Lance going to have a girl around or something, Jimmy's going to be winking at him. Like, he was already doing it to Tom Brady. You think he's not going to do that? Listen, hey, hey, Lance, Lance is not a good-looking dude, man. You know what I'm saying? And 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 – his play, his play gets ugly on the field here and there too. Here's another thing, though, is the moment he starts looking like he did in that Texans game, 
Uh-huh. People might be on the sideline like, are you the fans? You're going to hear every Like, you don't want the Bay Area to turn on, on, that's on the, Trey. That's the mm-hmm. thing, though. That can, that can happen either way. You're talking about a, a guy who got the team to the Super Bowl once, failed, got the team one game away from see, the but Super here's Bowl, the thing, failed. Though. But here's that's out of what, that's, five years? Five years? Right. What you're doing is you're, 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 you're not pointing out how he got him there. I'm not saying that it was solely. No, it was always the weapons. Come on, Emmanuel. It's the team. Listen, it's the team. Jimmy, when it comes to Jimmy, he couldn't make the throw that we needed in the Super Bowl. That alone. You know who you needed? You know what? You know what was a Super Bowl move last year? Taking Kyle Pitts in the first round. That's a Super Bowl move. Not drafting Trey Lance because it was the pass weapon. Yo, options that's that failed it thing. again, again and that, again. That that didn't happen. It wasn't gonna happen. It never, it never should have happened. And and for you to say that would have been a Super Bowl move, we got to the NFC Championship without, and it was because the lack of passing weapons that they could not move the ball in that game. Okay, we had Ayuk. Kittle and Debo. All, all of them got me. shut down. All, all of them got shut down. But you know why? Because there's no threat of Jimmy's arm when these guys can stretch the field. There's none. No, it's That's because Kittle Jimmy had to block Jimmy for his knows, ass the whole time. Jimmy's the ill and you needed Jimmy another Jimmy's like a male escort. <laughs> I mean, but he's giving the D, though. I mean, if we I'll know be like, much. Jimmy, hey, Jimmy's hey, putting hey, out. Jimmy got yeah. hired. To show this lady a good time. You know what I mean? But Jimmy Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want him on the team now just for that nickname. <laughs> hey, but here's the thing. I I I love the, the good insurance, but I don't like what it's gonna do to that young kid's development. The only way that is hey, what if they're in the shower and he looks over at Jimmy and Jimmy's just swinging? <laughs> Yeah. He's like, remember, he's Eddie Murphy remember Eddie Murphy's delirious? It's going to be like when he sends his woman down to the island. This motherfucker comes up swinging his dick. Eddie Murphy, raw? Yeah, or raw. He starts swing, start swinging the mic. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, that shit had me dying. Oh, man. Jimmy, oh. That, 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 man. Yeah, see, I mean, there, there's too many things. Like, if Jimmy's really big dick swinging like that, like, man, <laughs> throw it over his shoulder. Come on, let's go back to my place. <laughs> you know what's good for Jimmy is get cut and wait till someone dies on 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 a, on a contender. I, I mean, mean, there's it's football. It's why wouldn't happen? Why wouldn't Seattle really go get him though? Like, I mean, just if they cut him. Why wouldn't the Jet? Why wouldn't the Jets go? Okay, okay, okay. Here's why Seattle. Well, isn't your same argument with fucking Zach Wilson? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, I mean, because I hate Zach Wilson now. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like, like, why? Yeah, you can't use that argument for Trey Lance and not use it for Zach Wilson. Same okay, exact well, how about this though? How about this then? Seattle wouldn't make the trade with us because imagine me coming to you for a trade. I'm wearing the same division. I'm gonna have yeah. to pay up. That's what yeah. Seattle's gonna have to do. For sure. And take on. Take on twenty five million. Yeah, they would. They would make Seattle give up the most out of anybody to get. Yeah, <laughs> and like, crazy. 
But that's what you're supposed to do, though. You're not supposed to make your fucking division rival like that much better. I mean, only Belichick has done that. Like, Belichick be plucking guys from his division rivals for years. Chris Hogan, Tredavious White. I mean, uh, Stephon Gilmore, I mean. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, but no, um, Gilmore didn't get traded, though. He was signed. No, no, but he's still plucking them. He waits till they get cut, and he's right there. So... That's what I'm saying. This it have to be a Belichick move. Oh shit! Uh, Dolphins just released Sony Michelle. So um, what about Sony Michelle to the Ravens? They're gonna need some help over or, there. Or back, or back to the Rams. Or back to the Rams. I would not be bad. Yeah. They talk about Alexander Madison is being shopped around right now. Yes, because he's a fucking bum. Like, man, Alexander Madison, like, who wants to trade for him? But apparently there's some teams that want to get some depth. I mean, I mean, he could probably call Sean McVay because Kevin O'Connell obviously came from there, sent Alexander Madison there. See, this is why I'm just staying away from the Rams' backfield altogether because I feel like that move is going to happen. Like, they're going to bring in another guy. Because Cam Akers... His whole career so far has not been able to stay healthy, and he's coming off still, still maybe only a, I mean, a, yeah, over a year removed from the Achilles. But we haven't seen it yet, so project and projecting it like to be you know great, it's getting it's getting more bleak for me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. The the, yeah, the more like, time that passes, the less I want any piece of it. Yeah, like I used to I used to be able to project him to get like eighty percent of that backfield. You know what I'm saying? And like because that's how Sean McVay running backs are, but. I do remember in 2019 when we when when uh, Gurley was was falling off, and what you know they they they, they drafted Henderson. They said they want to relieve some of Gurley's work, and Henderson just kept getting hurt too, though. So it was like, you know, they when he said that that year, I, I you know I didn't believe it, but then they did it. So this year he said they want to you know like a one A one B with Henderson and. Uh, and then uh, Acres being the one B, so I, I don't. I just don't want to fuck with it. And uh, hashtag Hassan on Twitch. What up, bro? Said you're Mike Tomlin. Who you starting week one? Where are you tracing Mason Rudolph? And for who? Nobody's gonna fucking want Mason Rudolph. Like he's a glorified like third string. Who is Mason Rudolph? <laughs> What's you his mean, real name? You mean racist Rudolph? <laughs> And uh, so not fucking with him. And it's got to be Trubisky. Like, you don't pay him that amount of money. And then in preseason, him actually look good and then not start him. Hey, but you know what, though? I mean, he looks good for Trubisky. You know who who looks like, who's right on par with him? Kenny Pickett, bro. That's why this... This is why this. No, is no, no. I'm not giving. I'm not giving him that. He yeah. fucking didn't even throw like one pass over ten yards. It was all dinky. Hold on. How, how many games did you watch? Any of the games that he played in? Yeah. What do you mean? I watched all the games that he played in. He got. He got some nice little highlights. Because all I, mean, I watched is the highlights. <laughs> so you. <laughs> That's why I'm asking if you actually watched the games. I yeah, I did. I, yeah, I, I. Yeah, I did. Okay. And most of like literally like. I, I, I'm gonna believe you then. Ninety-five percent. of his throws were under 10 yards. A lot of it was the dumps to the running backs. And that what was making me like Najee, 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 because no matter what, their scheme is going to be dumping to the running backs. I mean, I mean, should I like that for Kenny Pickett then too? Because like, if he's going to throw short. Kenny Pickett ain't coming in right away. No, no, but I'm just saying though, it's talking about throwing short for our Najee's. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, that we're all chasing Big Ben Najee, where Big Ben was throwing it short all day, checking it down to Najee. You know what I mean? 
So that's maybe for Najee's sake. That's their scheme. It's not just Big Ben. Before he lost his arm, that was their scheme, though. Yeah, but I mean, when, when I can't lost, let people put that narrative. When he in, lost the arm, that's all they had. Uh, what? When they lost, when he lost the arm, the short game was all they had last year. Well, yeah, for sure. But yeah. I mean, let's go back to when Le'Veon I mean, was, was a rookie, second year. Like he's airing it out, and they still know you're dumping it to this beast because he's the best yeah. playmaker on the team. Same I mean, it's 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 a different. It's been a different system, but the one thing that remains the same. Is the ideology of, of, of Mike Tomlin, and that's just I want to give everything to one running back. I just don't want them to start to not throw him the ball as much as they did because I'm Mike, already expecting that to come down. Like, I think, to, yeah, what do you have 90 receptions or some shit? Of course, he's I don't know, 70 something, 70. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, it was 90 something targets that he had, so. yeah. And I mean, I think 50 as long as we're good for 50, I think that still justifies drafting him where we do. It also yeah. makes me because if he goes back. over twelve hundred again, like I mean, everyone's yeah. gonna be fucking happy. And like Aaron Jones, like if we're looking for you know the receptions, just wait for Aaron Jones. In, you know what I mean? Like that's the guy that like you know he'll probably be he, if if he might get if we knew he was gonna get eighty some receptions or eighty plus receptions, but he's going. If you, if you watch the Packers fucking game this week and the way that they were scheming and how they kept going to the running backs on design plays. Like Aaron Jones is gonna fucking eat. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, it's shit. All we need is it's it. All you need to do is look at the splits with Adams not there, and now with Adams permanently not there, I know it's not gonna like go to immediately to what has been in the past. But in the games that no Adams, like Aaron Jones, leading, he's either leader or second leader in reception. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, we need that. I don't have enough Aaron Jones actually this year. Yeah, got to get more. And uh, Big BS said, uh, if you draft a top RB, do you also draft their handcuff? More often than not, I'm I'm not. I, I'm really just trying to get, because um, Alexander Madison, like guys like that, I hate them clogging up a bench spot. Unless the, the player gets hurt within the first couple weeks, it ends up not being worth it because you end up missing out on like free agents that you wish you were picking up. So I'd rather get guys like, Naheem Hines, uh, Daryl Henderson, um, who uh, I mean, AJ Dillon. I mean, the highest fucking you know, highest rated non-starter. You know, I'll, out of the bunch. I'll hold. I'll hold some handcuffs if it's like who. Uh, Give a couple examples of guys who you'd be willing to cuff or like well, the, the one, you'd be willing I to never, hold. I never have Dalvin Cook, but if I did, I'll take Madison because Dalvin Cook's bound to die on me. You know what I mean? And then here's what I would do right now. This is I would uh, to, to simulate what I do right now. If I just drafted Dalvin Cook later on in that draft, I'm gonna get Alexander Madison. Then with the last pick, I'll take Ty Chandler. And then if they if they trade away Madison, like the rumors say they're trying to, I'll have a running. You know, he, he might be a guy somewhere else. And then I have Chandler. That's just how I am because I play like a pussy when it comes to those running backs. I'd rather have the – that's what makes me get the receiver instead. I'd rather take Jefferson and or Chase Cup in the first round than any of those running backs. Yeah. I just feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just how I feel these days. I'm just – because I hate – We're in a pass-happy fucking league. Like, I mean, if everyone's still stuck in their ways – of, uh, of five, six years ago, you know, when it's like, 
you got to get triple headed running backs. Like no matter what, even if you're passing up on like top five guys at the other position, like that's an old way of playing. Like you got to get lucky for that to work. Yeah. Like, you know, I wasn't, uh, I'll shout out to my man, Steamboat. I was in his draft yesterday and I was just like, I'm it's a 14 team super flex IDP. And I'm, I'm, I'm in a lot of areas in the draft where I'm just like, yeah, I want to get a third QB. QBs are flying. And I'm like, I want to get a third, but it was like, you know, uh, you know, Dan, Danny Dumbass and Jared Goffel and Carson Wentz. And it was just like, man, I'm gonna take fucking Jordan Brooks here. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I started feeling like some of these guys, and because it's not a QB premium like ours either. Okay. But but it was also like it's one of those things where it's like, man, the value, of the scarcity, doesn't always make me want to lean that way. You know what I mean? Like, okay, right. it's scarce with QBs. I need to pick the Q. I, I needed a big dog linebacker. You know what I mean? I could have took the third QB, and then my linebacker situation might not look as good as it is right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Yeah. I'm not, saying you, I'm not saying you don't draft bench guys, you know, before you draft like some of these IDP guys, because sometimes I do too. But like, fuck, just like what you said, am I going to get a third backup quarterback who I don't even yeah. really like? Or am I going to go after someone who everyone thinks is a top five linebacker, top five IDP player? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like, it's the same way of like going in early for a tight end, right? It's the same kind of psychology, right? Like, I, I'm okay with it because. I'm I, I I'm I'm doing this so I'm dominant at that position scarcity, at that what, what do you call it? you always say, position, yeah p- position scarcity, is that, is that what we, is that what we always say? Um, <laughs> positional advantages. Positional advantage. That's what you always say. I, I'll do that for the positional advantage, versus like the depth. You know what I mean? Like like yeah, you might have depth, but like are they all those guys hitting? It's like you know it's trying to find a cross between being top heavy and balanced, right? Like, you know, you can, you can, you can be both. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. I mean, that's why we always talk about like trying to get like a boss tight end, you know, you get that positional advantage. I mean, that, that helps you all the way throughout the season and especially in the playoffs. And uh, big BS said, yeah, I want to play like a pussy in the last three rounds. CMC Carson, CEH uh, cup and Godwin worked out at rounds four and five. Yeah, it's a it's a dangerous game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I said first three rounds. Yeah, and then yeah, I mean guys like Cup. I mean Cup digs the year before. You know, like who's gonna be that fucking dude this year? Who like we're drafting in the fifth, sixth round? Who just ends up being somewhere in the top twelve, like at the position? So I mean, there's three. It's Mike Mike Williams. Corlin Sutton and Gabriel Davis. I feel and people, like, and people throw Pittman in there, but I think Pittman goes higher now. He does, yeah. Pittman's yeah. going in like what, like the top fifteen, like for sure. So, like, I mean, he might. He's like, if you're in a single QB, he might be going round three, like end of round three, beginning around four. How do you feel about those three? I mean, I love Sutton. We've been talking about that forever. That I've been on the Sutton train, and I mean, you're the one who brought a lot of the OC you know, into it and how they scheme yeah. and him. It's he, it's, he's the X receiver, right? Yeah. He, he'll be the Devonte Adams in that system. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's Devonte Adams. I'm just saying like, you know what I mean? That he, that's him. That's his role. He's yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah. And then Gabe Davis, I mean, 
I mean, the thing that I hate the most about Gabe Davis is how everyone is all over his nuts and his ADP keeps rising like a motherfucker. Like, that's the biggest thing that I don't like. But definitely trying to get some of this Gabe Davis because, I, I mean, we're talking about the stallion. And uh, he's only getting better year after year. And his number two this year is going to be super fucking valuable. And and like Gabe Davis, he's a red zone target because he's he's a big fucker too. You know what I mean? He's yeah. He runs. He can run a four four, but he's what six two, six three. I'm double check that. Diggs I mean, the- is because Diggs is like one of them five eleven guys, right? Right. You know yeah. I mean? He's a yeah yeah. He's a shifty motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Six two. Six two. And they, I mean, you, know, you did you, you thought you were over exaggerating when you thought that he scored four touchdowns in the playoff game, and you're like, yeah, he had three in that playoff game, and I was like, no, he had four in that fucking. Yeah. Game. <laughs> and, hey, well, the next time someone asks me about Gabriel Davis, I'm gonna be like, he's six six. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a game he scored. He's, I've seen a game. He scored three touchdowns, then he threw one to himself for a fourth, bro. The uh, the the tall tale of Gabe Davis is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Right. And then we already saw it in the fucking preseason. Like, Allen, limited snaps, limited series, and uh, who's he go to for the touchdown? And Arkansas. you know what? It was one of those ones, too, where they, they flushed him out of the pocket. And he, and he rolls what out up, Hollywood. Hollywood. What up, Hollywood? Well, yeah, they flushed him out of the pocket. He rolls out to his left. And then he finds Davis down there for like a 23 yard strike. Yeah. Easy money. Easy money. Uh, and big BS says Bateman. So I really like Bateman and I'm on him. I just don't think that he has the potential to get into the top 12, like at all. I think uh, he's, I think he's going to have a 30% target market share of, of, a, of a guy who might throw the ball, like, you know, 23, 24 times uh, on average. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be the skinniest kid at fat camp. Like that's, I mean, the best way. Then uh, <laughs> there it is, and I can explain it. And we're not fat shaming; we're just using it as an analogy. Here's here's one thing: Rashawn Rashawn Bateman, he can run block. So yeah, you'll never leave the field. That's why they got. That's one of the reasons they got him the most running ass team in the league. Mm-hmm. And I know Big BS is a Ravens fan too, so. Ooh, here's a good one. Antonio said, "A Rob the mob." Could Cooper Cup and A Rob both get into the top twelve? I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen it happen with uh, with, I mean, guys like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, you go back a little farther, you get a Demarius Thomas and a fucking Emmanuel Sanders. Um, and talking about the slot guys. Well, no, I'm talking about two guys, two wide receivers making it into the top 12. And the two examples that I just gave were when two guys were both in the top five. Yeah, I mean, that's why I love the idea of of a Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, uh, a Cooper Cup later on, a Robbie Backwoods. I like it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, you know, Coop. A Rob the Mob, you know what I'm saying? Uh, though, though, then, then multiple the Bengals, right? Like, I you know, preferably Chase and Higgins. That's nasty. I'll spend up early to get those guys, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'll draft them where they get drafted and, and be the guy that gets both of them. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And, um, I'll tell you, like, I mean, I, I've had a couple of these stacks and, uh, like the Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders in one, one league, I had the Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, uh, mm-hmm. stack that year. And even though people like think it's crazy, 
Like if you end up hitting right and you end up getting the two wide receivers on the same team that both end up in the top 12, you've got to have value no matter what. I had a, a Jordy Nelson, James Jones, and it was so awesome that like, I remember in 2016, I doubled back when I had this this time. There was no there was no James Jones. It was Jordy Nelson and then now young Devontae, like in his second year. You know what I mean? I love James Jones. He's in the uh he's in the he's Hall in the of Fraternity. Champions. He's in the Hustler Hall of Champions, that's for sure. Shout out to James Jones. He's from San Jose. Uh, I mean he went to San Jose State, but I know he, he I think he's from Oakland. Okay, let me go. Let me go check that out. Actually, he might be from PA. I, I wherever I know he's from out here somewhere, but he definitely went to stay. I smoked weed with him before because he knew my he knew my man Chris. That Chris played with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's born in San Jose. It says there you go. See, boom. And then like, yeah, I remember we were in San Diego and we were at Akbar's house. You know what I'm talking about? The guy uh, Akbar uh, Bajavia. Yeah, yeah. Marjami or whatever. Yeah, what is it? KBG, right? That's what. Yeah, I think I've told you this. Yeah. Sto- I think I've told a story before. Make a long story longer. We're at this dude's house because of James Jones, right? And because my my man knows James Jones, so we're over there, and like, and uh, what is it? Uh, uh, James Jones and them. They're like, oh, go get some drinks. There's hella fools at the house, and I go get some more drinks. And my man Chris, he been, you know, we don't got a car because we're you know we're we're guests, right? Remember, yeah. we, you know, said we got dropped off there and shit type of shit. Was, uh, when we rode there with somebody else. And uh, my man Chris is like, shit, I'll go. But, you know, and he goes, oh, here, take the car. <laughs> and then, like, and we take the, he gives us the keys, we take his car. And then when we come back, it's full Akbar. It's his car, it's his house. And he's flashing. <laughs> my car. Ooh, and, and, you know, you see him on the fucking show. He's all squared up. Right, he was trying to, you know, he was, he was, he, he wanted smoke for real. Right? I mean, there's one thing that he is not, that he's not, he's not small. So I assume no, if he was in pain, and my man, biggest my man in the world, safety, he played safety, but he ain't up but like five nine. Yeah, and, and what's Akbar like six five, six six, some shit like that? He was towering over both of us. <laughs> he was gonna eat my man's and then floss with me. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but James just came out. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's good, it's good, it's good. I got a few crazy sports, <laughs> but you know, it's funny when you, when you get. Oh, uh, hold on, is this uh, is this real Peacock? So Lavishka Chanel. Got uh, got cut by the Jags, and then uh, Peacock just said Lavishka to the Panthers. Already, nice. I mean that that's just a quick. I mean that was really it. I don't think he's gonna do shit on the Panthers, but that's quick. No, I'm just saying time, that, like that quick. That's yeah. There's there's there might be a correlation. I mean, um, maybe did he go? Did Chanel go to Baylor or something? I don't know. Maybe Temple. I mean, you never know. Crazy. And uh, and Hollywood said you guys talk about Justin Fields' little frame, little flame of a preseason game. So let's talk about that. Um, did you see you see any of the highlights of the game or anything? Yep, three okay. touchdowns, three touchdowns, and uh, what did you notice, what did you notice about the guys that he threw to? I'll see if you you can pick up on it. Tight ends. Yeah, like two of the three were to tight ends, and then the other one was to Dante Pettis, but he like ran all the way across the field, kind of like something that a tight end route would be. I'm gonna tell you something about, about Dante Pettis. That guy sucks. 
And he got a touch. He was wide open too. He just yeah. Ran, I ran mean, across the field and no, no, no. Was but, him was like, no way they're gonna throw it to this bum. And, he didn't let me finish though. See, that's how. And because that that play was decent. Yeah. But see, and that's how good Justin Fields is supposed to be. <laughs> He's supposed to make this bum look good. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and uh, Hollywood said, uh, Cole, uh, Cole, he said Corey Komet, but Cole Komet, biggest tight end sleeper too. I mean, he's someone who's going outside the top 12 at tight end. And um, I was really off the Cole Komet train because like he was someone in Dynasty I drafted as a rookie and was hoping that <laughs> I'd be a able post, to. He's a post-hype guy right now. For sure. And I mean, first, but like I mean, two years, two years post. Hi. Well, because he was that dude, like, what was it, three, two years ago or three years ago? Like, he was supposed to be that guy, like Kyle Pitts before Kyle Pitts. But, you know, I always, shit. I always say this about rookie tight ends is that not everybody is George Kittle or Gronk because only those motherfuckers really blew up. They they rookie year like Kyle that. Pitts, we got to we got to throw him in. Yeah there. yeah yeah. Kyle Pitts, I forget him. You know, maybe I mean, you know, he, you know he he hasn't scored a touchdown on American soil yet. So I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, but anyways, it's, it's, it's the thousand yards. But we got to remind everyone about that. He's still not scored a touchdown in the U.S. Yes, you know what I mean. Um, and usually these tight ends they take a few years, two yeah. three years, four years. This is we're around that that little span right there for him. So I'm excited for the kid because we just we love new tight ends to just pop out of nowhere. And you know what usually happens when tight ends pop out of nowhere? They're usually elderly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Already sure. in, in their career, yeah, four or five years in. Look at like fucking Travis Kelsey. Like people don't even mm-hmm. know. like what was it? Like it took Greg five Olson. years for him to fucking, you know, start yeah. becoming a monster. I mean, where where Greg Olson, where do you come from? The Bears? Yeah. First, right? Yeah. Before, and, and and then look at this. Um uh uh uh, uh who's popping right? Uh Robert Tunyon comes out of nowhere that one year. He had been in the league for a couple years. Um Logan Thomas, he pops out of nowhere in 2020. He was like, yeah, he's he, like fucking 28. <laughs> yeah, he was like 28, and he was the and he was a quarterback in college that converted to tight end to be in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it took him a few years to even just learn that position. You know what I mean? Like the tight ends kind of, and then I mean, it's I, I guess you have to do so much blocking. Like that's really what it is. Like I learning mean, the schemes. Yeah, unless the you're. Like, Unless you're coming in and you're just going to be a straight wide receiver tight end, which no one's really like that, you got to fucking learn how to block. Because if you're missing blocks, you're just not going to play that much. You know what's funny is Evan Ingram. He's one of those Evan Ingram, um, Eric Ebron. They all they're all from that era where everybody was trying to get just like a a pass catching tight end strictly. You know what yeah. I mean? Not like a real true move tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like that, and they move. always failed. They all fucking failed. Yeah, I mean, because you can't fool nobody if you're in line. Like they're like, this guy's not going to block. Like, watch him; he's going to roll out into the flat, or you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, why not like push a motherfucker or something? But I guess they're probably getting punked by the fucking. Yeah, I mean, look at look, look, look Jordan Reed. See, all these guys, they all just end up being big slots. You know what I mean? Right. And that's cool. We love that for fantasy. But yeah. like those guys also get taken off the off the field if they're in like you know some run situations. Like it, just, it sucks because then they can't. And then like like Eric Ebron, you gotta be to- you gotta be real fat. Like I mean, it's not just about being fucking tall because like all these fucking tight ends are tall. You gotta be fast. You gotta have your cuts. Like really, that's what it mm-hmm. is. Like if you can't cut fast, you're like useless. Or and I mean like 
or you got to be like a real leverage motherfucker like like Delaney Walker because he was only like six two. I mean, he only gets six two. He might even know than six feet. Actually, let me go check because I know Delaney Walker was like a fullback first. Then we turned we turned him into a tight end. Six two. You know, six two. Okay, so I had it right. From first Pomona. Time. Yeah, that's still big. That's still from big. Pomona. But it's small for oh, he's from Pomona. Oh, okay. Yeah, Pimpon. <laughs> I have a Delaney Walker story. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right, hold on. I've said this before, so I was like, might as well say it. But there's like, we're, we went to one of these um, mushu joints, right? It's like a, um, you know, saying where it's these underground, um, uh, like strip club type joints. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And like, you know, everybody goes to these joints, even women. You know what I mean? Like, okay. even my even my lady's been to these joints where like, you know, just people that have their birthdays there. When I we're just going there, it's like a Tuesday or whatever, some bullshit. Yeah, and like, and because uh, the homie he hits us up, he's like, "Hey, you know they looking for some woo woo," and he says, "Slide through over here," and we're with Alden Smith and them. And I was okay. like, "Oh, work, let's go." You know, <laughs> so we we go over there and like, you know, these motherfuckers are throwing hella money in this and that, and we're we're partying with them, and we take it to Alden Smith's house, but he and, and he takes everybody like, hey, and he takes the whole the whole joint, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. So we're there, and then there's hella people pulling up, you know what I mean? And it's like it's it's in like these Quimby Hills up out here, and then the motherfuckers. Uh, so there's just hella people, hella people in the garage. You know what I mean? Hella people burning. You know what I mean? And you know, there's hella players there that was just there with us, or that was there with with him. Like you know, Delaney, Delaney Walker, uh, to name a few. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like so, these fools. There's hella fools like fuck the Niners and woo -woo, like literally because that's how it is out here. There's like some Mexican cats pulled up, and they was like on some Raider shit for real, like fuck the Niners. <laughs> And like you know, they're just talking shit, and then they're telling them to leave. And then so they closed the garage, and all these motherfuckers outside couldn't get in. Uh -huh. And then somebody just started bucking at the garage. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're in the garage with them. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, I'm not in the garage per se. You know what I'm saying? But they're like, oh, we're shooting at the shit. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then this motherfucker Delaney Walker, so he just hear, he ran out there and started spraying at these motherfuckers, bro. Damn. <laughs> Listen, I like I said, I was over here. You know what I mean? And so my man's like, bro, you ran up out there. He's like, I was like, who? He's like, it's the lady, bro. I'm like, word. Maybe like, maybe you like that motherfucker even more. Like, oh shit, that was gangster for that. But he said he said he shot at the city shot at the street though. Like at the yeah. ground, you know what I mean? Right. Because motherfuckers were just out there hella deep. I mean, still that could have ricocheted hit somebody or himself, even, but yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, nobody was hit. But they, they had no problem trying to just blindly. Shoot through the fucking garage shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. shit is wild, bro. It make, like it sound, make it sound like it's a whole motherfucking army on the back of there. <laughs> it's all the whole raiders, bro. <laughs> Just yeah. everything's a tall tale, bro. The whole it was fucking. That's how Al Davis really died, bro. He was out there, he got shot. Man, I mean, a crazy story that I didn't even see, but that I just heard about uh, on the news. It was uh, the last time the Chargers uh, Chargers went out um, to Denver. Um, for a playoff game, this is like 2014, and um, and then it was after the game where there was a there was a bunch of scuffles, and um, there was a, there was some Broncos no, you don't fans. say, <laughs> and there was some Broncos fans who were like in a truck, um, in a big ass truck, and then uh, the um, there's some Charger fans like walking across the intersection or whatever, and the Charger fans are talking shit to the Bronco fans because they're hanging out the fucking window talking about Chargers suck. And this and that, and then the Bronco, the driver um, on of the, the the truck or whatever, the Bronco fan gets out 
And then the Charger fan fucking shanks him twice in the stomach and fucking leaves him there. And uh, that shit got fucking wild. Hey, he had he had the official the official Chargers bolt pocket knife. It's, it looks like a like a bolt. <laughs> he whipped that shit out and shanked him right in his neck. Man, that yeah. shit was uh yeah, that shit was wild. That motherfucker was really he was like in the fucking parking lot too, like of he was the like, bolts up, motherfucker. <laughs> he had the powder blue on. Fuck. He was banging it. Yeah, man. That's why after these games, you better be careful who you're fucking talking shit to. You don't know who's packing what. Last time it was Niner Raiders. If they're playing again this year. We play the AFC West this year. And uh the last time that we had played them, it was a motherfucking 2018. So Jimmy had already died. And this is when, like, Derek Carr just sucks, dude. I mean, he he, throw for, he finally threw for 4,000, but it was just ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, and like, I, remember, I remember we killed him with Nick, with Nick Mullins, right? It was a Thursday nighter. But, like, everywhere when you're just looking – when you're looking around the stadium, you just see fights going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so it's that's just how it is, that's Chargers Raider games. I never want to fucking. Go yeah, yeah. And and so me and my man was like, all right, look, when we get up out of here, we're just gonna smooth. We're just gonna. It, it's a Thursday nighter. We still got to get up and do regular shit with the kids and whatnot. The next day, so it's like, listen, when we get out of here, we're just smooth right out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, agreed. You know what I mean? And we're going down these escalators, bro. I'm talking about like, cause we're at the uh, we had. We had shitty seats, but they're probably like uh like the, the top threes or whatever. So we're coming down the escalator, bro. And you know, and then you know, it's you can you know you can walk off and then then, then nope, but we're going on another one, and we're just behind this dude the whole time, and he's just you know, we're just going, we're just behind him, you know what I mean? And he's just looking around, just he's wearing a red, he's wearing a raider jersey, and he's hot because you know <laughs> he lost he done lost and then you know, he gets down and went to the little bottom, and we're coming down. And he turns around, and takes his jersey off. Who won it with me? <laughs> and he's looking around, and like, <laughs> and he's like, not us. You know, he walked right, <laughs> we walked right past him. And it's funny because we're walking, and then you just see security like a minute later, just right, you know, running towards us and running right past us. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that dude probably found somebody who wanted it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I thought he was joked up too. It was like, yo, ain't nobody finna test you right now. <laughs> you look like you've been doing calisthenics for the last fucking, you know, uh, 12 to 15. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's fresh out to see his Raiders and they lost to the Niners and they hate us. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, I'm telling you, even the preseason games that used to go down. Yeah. And you know, you know what's crazy? The craziest shit I'll never forget, bro. It was like this is um man, I can't even remember if this was a preseason or a real game because this was this was over 10 years ago. But it was hella Usos, bro. Big ass Usos, like Niner Usos and the Raider Usos, and they're just going at it in the bathroom. Foo, foo. Hit a whole stall. Foo, yeah. foo, folded a whole stall, B. Hell, I believe it. Big ass. <laughs> I was like, damn, you know what? I'm just gonna pee right here. And I, 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 and I put that on everything. Just boom. Everybody's watching this fight. I'm just peeing. Uh, right, right on the little thing. I was like, fuck it. Cause I was waiting in line. Like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> I did the deed. Everybody's stepping on pee anyway. Pee yeah. right there and then a little oo wop. Bro, what if I was, what if my little ass was in that stall 
when they pancaked the guy. <laughs> oh fuck! Damn, yeah, that'd be fucking crazy. It was a fucking accordion. Just, just, just. Well, this I'm, shit was crazy, Re. I, I know you'd be able to sue someone. You'd have to be able to. I'd know I, a guy. I would have got hella paid. I, I would know a guy who knows. <laughs> Definitely would have sued the 49ers. <laughs> That's the way you get the most money. Sue the team. <laughs> Big BS that if you're not drafting the top tight end, would you draft uh, two tight ends at the draft? Um, Hunter of Henry course. and Cole Komet. Yeah, I, uh, I would. Yeah. And, and we're talking about a top tight end, uh, probably maybe Schultz like. And Goddard. And I would, yeah, I was even gonna say maybe if you get to like a Ertz, like maybe somewhere in the top twelve. Oh yeah, because Ertz is the guy who people sleep on. But if Ertz play, see what what's scary about Ertz right now, he already has a cap. Right. He's a he's a soft tissue tissue injury having motherfucker. I I can't yeah. stand that shit because then yeah, you know what I mean. But 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 what's what's cool about him? He goes to oh, guy. Mark, yeah, I remember whipping some Raider fans' asses at the stadium. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and you know what's the worst too is like. If I'm with like my lady, because then it's like when you're walking, you know, and, and there's and it's all kind of t- intensity going on. She's just squeezing my hand. I'm like, hold on, man, just relax. I'm trying to, I'm like, it's like it's like sharks, right? You know what I mean? Like if you're in the water and you can stay calm, they're not going to see your electromagnetic pulse from your heart. That's how yeah. you know. That's how they get you, right? No. So like when you know motherfuckers is chilling. Once they see that shark, oh, they start yeah. tripping. Their heart rate goes crazy. All this motherfucker sees is a little electromagnetic fucking pulse your heart's giving off. So that's just going, it's going mania, right? And then he, he just want to take a bite out of it now. Crazy. Because he don't, you know, that's how they, they know what it what was like food or not. Like, oh, this is this is alive. Let's eat that. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Chase, what's up? Fellas just picked up some white runs. Hell yeah, let's put it in the air. Oh, yeah, I fuck with white runs. I'm smoking on that uh, that Cheech and Chong's Stadenko. Right I got now. a white I got a white runs cart right here. Yeah, it's funny. I keep buying carts. My girls like, why do you buy? There's still hella. I'm like, it's exactly, I like flavors. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and Chase said probably not much fantasy impact. But what do you think? Uh, but how do you like the Carolina wide receiver room? I mean, I don't really like it because uh, I mean, first off, we already know Robbie ha- Robbie Anderson hates Baker Mayfield, and we know that Baker knows that. So I, I just don't feel too confident in him, even though you could get him for free because sometimes he's going undrafted in the DJ. Uh, it's it's just CMC and DJ more if you're looking fantasy. And then if is. you're playing, if you're in a super flex, then Baker's in play. Otherwise, he's just a streaming option if it's like you're in a deeper league or whatnot, single QB. Otherwise, yeah, because other than that, man, I ain't fucking with none of that shit. Yeah, I like it. Has say puffing on the love machine. Just a love yeah. machine. <laughs> And uh, wild card, what up on YouTube? Said ETN or Dobbins? I'm on that ETN. ETN. Hell yeah! You might be able to get ETN and then Dobbins, but see, Dobbins, you're yeah. gonna have to. You might gotta wait. Yeah, we don't know if he's gonna be uh, ready for Week One, and even if he is ready for okay. Week One, he's probably not gonna be a hundred percent guy. Here's my here's the here's my new rule. This came about about the last couple years with ACLs and running backs in particular. All right. So here's my rule. When they get when a running back gets an ACL, don't get him that next year. Get him the next next year. Like Dalvin Cook 2017 tears the shit. 2018 he's he I mean, 
I think he had a couple good games, but he was shitty. People were reaching on him in drafts. They were excited because of what the what the what the flashes they saw in year one. Dalvin Cook, 2018, not the year to have him. 2019, no. You think that would have happened if it wasn't for AP? What do you mean? Like AP was gone when they drafted him already. No, I know, but just how AP, the Vikings running back who defied all odds and who came I back. I mean, but see, but he, but he's the exception. He's the exception to the rule because he came back immediately the next year, and then ran for two thousand. Wow, even you know what I mean? Yeah. And but see, but that's the wonderful world of HGH. Him and and, and Peyton Manning. The, the, okay, I have examples. Because I've actually thought about this. So, but look at this. So, Dalvin Cook. So, 2019 was the year to have him. And then, like, yes, he's been riddled with injuries since then. But 2019 was the year to have him where you didn't have to worry about him cutting or re-injuring or being plagued by hamstrings. Because hamstrings are the most reoccurring uh, 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 the most reoccurring injury for guys that first year off the ACLs. And it's probably because they're they're overcompensating on the other leg nine times out of ten. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Saquon Barkley, ACL 2020, 2019, right? 2019, I mean, 2019, 2020 to ACL, my bad, I got really high for a second. 2020, ACL, 2021, you don't want to have him. This year, I'm having Saquon, and he's getting a little bit of value, just tiny bit. Before, he was getting a lot of value. Now you get times getting a little bit expensive. It's going back to like now you're like me, it might be a ceiling, but this year to have one, we should feel comfortable about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are those those are the main examples I got of, of, of recent history. Then you have like the exception to the rule, like I said, the big dog, fucking Adrian Peterson. And this was the old medicine too. What is this? 2012. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is the older medicine, bro. He came back, but see, he was he was juiced to the gills, bro. I mean, Peyton Manning, same thing. He broke his neck, came back, juice to the gills. And, like, you know, this more acute vision, more everything's everything's enhanced. Strength. And then, then by 2015, they were testing for this shit now in the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, then, and what do you know? My Peyton fell off the cliff. All the way. <laughs> Shit's crazy, right? Yeah. Still won the Super Bowl, falling off the cliff. It was like he was just hanging there. I mean, just he had a pangolin. He had Vaughn Miller, and then and then uh, in that front, and then and motherfucking uh, the no fly zone is what they were calling a uh, young yes. Justin Simmons with a uh, Chris Harris Jr. and Talib. Oh, if anybody's worried about a guy coming back, uh, uh, Talib, he shot himself that year in the off season. Remember that? Uh huh. Shot himself right in the ham in the hammy. He came back the next year for the Rams. Yeah, played phenomenal. You know what I mean, go. so maybe maybe that it was, he came back that season too. So it was like it was like three months before that. So maybe 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 three months from now we get a uh, we get a uh, Brian Robinson. And Peacock said Peyton almost went to Houston instead of Denver. Yeah, I mean Houston. Didn't ah! have, Houston didn't have a great defense back then, and maybe that was the deciding factor. Uh, Man, you know the Niners. Brought him in, and he said, "I'm gonna call the plays on offense." Yeah, and Jim Harbaugh was like, "Jim Fuck Harbaugh that. said, no, you're not.'" <laughs> and that was the end of that, bro. But that defense he was looking for all those years, and it took to get it in Denver. 
We had it already. Wasn't Patrick Willis still there? All of them. Bowman, everybody. And you know what's another one? We we were supposed to have... uh, Brady, right? Not Brady. uh, Big Ben back then. Oh. 2009. They were were all spooked off of him because of the allegations. They're going to trade him. And the night there's a deal. The guy, the GM for the Steelers sent the deal. And then it was Trent Balky was like, screw this deal. You know what I mean? Dion in the house. What up, bro? Dion. And uh Big BS said, you guys need a story time with Bogey. Must watch. Yeah, I've already I've already said that. Like, we need to have one where it's just like. I mean, we've night. talked about that numerous times. Me, like, and, and, and it's really. My first idea, it was like, we should statute of limitation. We talk stories about all the crazy shit we used to be involved in. Because it's, it, won't, it, won't, it won't affect this, you know what I mean? But then it's really just stories in general, you know what I mean? Just life shit in general, just smoke. Hell yeah, because uh, I know we both uh, been around some crazy shit and seen some crazy shit over the course of our lives. <laughs> we, we haven't, we, we're not out in the woods just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go sucking each other's dick just yet, gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, what up? Zach's in the building. So what up, fellas? 710 up, crew. Yeah. And I got uh speaking of the 710 crew, man. I need to I need to fire up one of these drip uh dabs here. Uh let me see. What do I got? I got the uh papaya delight or the cherry bomb. What do you guys think that I should smoke? And I'm gonna smoke the cherry bomb. Out. Ooh, bogey votes on the cherry bomb. All right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna be in Riverside. Big BS. I know that's kind. I mean, I I know somewhat not that close to you, but uh, yeah. If there was ever a time you wanted to get some flour or anything to me, where I could start uh, promoting it on the show, uh, the wafers, the wafers brand, um, super dope. Uh, I was smoking it when I was there in L.A. and uh, straight fire. And, yeah, uh, hell yeah. Hey, more. Hey, if you want Big BS, man? Shout out to Big BS. I feel like I know the guy. <laughs> I swear I know this dude, bro. No, no cap, no BS. I think I know big BS somehow. <laughs> All yeah. right, and uh, and Zach said the cherry bomb, so doubling down on the cherry bomb. All right, get this ready to go. Already got the dab tool out. All right, let's spark this up, and. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood said Bogey got man cave stories. <laughs> man, so old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Back in my day. <laughs> and uh, especially because, like, the world's so different. Like, from when, like, I mean, sh- the world changes, like, every, like, seven years is what it seems like a lot. And uh, Okay, look at this. Let's I, hear it. I'm going to try to have this conversation right now. Or I've had this conversation with you off the air already. Because I was kicking it with my younger cousins on Saturday, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, to, shout out to Francois and Christian, you know what I'm saying? These are my these are my young my my young life, and um, you know we obviously big burning this and that, and they doing their thing. They they you know they they already done with school and they working and, and, and getting bread. They're they're about you know eight seven or eight nine years younger than me, and like the, what's so crazy is like. The things that are just so appalling to their generation, where they're wired to, they can't laugh at certain things. 
Like I'll be like, hey, back in my day, it was all in a bitch. <laughs> You're like, whoa, that's terrible. I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh, that's right. Because I was influenced by where well, women paid the we made women pay our way because we we're all wannabe pimps. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Like this was the music we listened to. And then not to mention the motherfuckers that were actually pimping, you know what I mean? And then like the fools that weren't pimping women, they were claiming to be max to, and at minimum. You know what I mean? This is how we grew up. You know what I mean? All my older cousins are that Especially way. being like, in the Bay. I mean, that's like Pimp Central of America. I mean, like, a motherfucker might come through brand new shoes. Oh, uh, you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. You know what I mean? Got me these. You feel me? It was just like, it's just how it was. And then, like, like th their generation is about, like, sipping on a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they they want to buy the, the broads everything. And what's so crazy is that there's in their life the parallel is that the women they do more of the hoggish hoggish shit that the men that from our generation used to do. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. Like I remember we used to have bras. They used to kick it back in the day, and they'd be like, they would hit up dudes that that like sold tree. And they'd be like, oh, he'll give me some tree. Yeah. Hey. Woo. And she's like, all right, take me over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, damn, sucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's just like, you know, women do that. You know what I mean? Now it's like women's on the gram. Even I wonder how, if I, if I can sit down with a pimp, I wonder how pimps these days feel Man. about. Niner MMA hit it, hit it with the Mac Dre line. Uh, got a thick nurse now, now in a bitch purse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying though, he said, he said, uh, she breaded, super unleaded. Uh, 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 what do you say? Uh, and the, the bitch got credit. <laughs> you feel me? Like, hey, he's just, you know, what I mean, he's a real pimp and a back, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was so alien to them, and they just, you know what I mean? Like, because you can't even joke about shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't even. Even though there's people who are living like that, I mean, to this day. Yeah. Like, imagine a movie back in the day where a pimp slapped the bitch. It was just, it, it was just like a raw movie. Like, oh my God, they're showing really how it is. Yeah. Raw. This is riveting. And then now they'll be like, oh my God, this is offensive <laughs> to women. This is offensive to hookers worldwide. <laughs> hookers gaming. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, we're not promoting him hitting females at all. I'm just saying what is certain cultures of pimping, they will you'll never see pimp movies about pimping these days. Not in, the, not in the mainstream world. You know what I mean? You can't you can't show the, the, the horrific truths of how that game is. And and shit, I mean, fuck the pimping world. Just how about the regular world? I mean, shit, 50, 60, 70 years ago, I mean, women still weren't shit in a lot of parts of the countries, and it was acceptable to beat your wife. They weren't you weren't calling you couldn't, you hey, couldn't Sean Connery like, Sean Connery would come right back from the dead and agree with you. <laughs> and like so, you know, sometimes you gotta slap them. <laughs> And uh, it just, I mean, like, it, it, that's just what it is. I mean, women have come a long way, like, thankfully, but, like, there's still a bunch of old school motherfuckers who still think it's okay. And, you know, chivalry never died neither. It's just there's more 
there's more suck there's more suckers than anything right more there's more there's more tricks bro well with with evolution comes the good and the bad because i mean you know there's a whole bunch of women out there who are just chasing money and doing shady shit you know to get that money or whatever and then you know because of some of them some of the nice ones end up uh getting you know the type of energy that those are the bitches that should be getting I mean, it's so crazy, like, just... Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Lee said Jimmy G a new contract. What? Throw the info in there. Ooh. Do you know what this might mean? If we're restructuring him, I wonder if this means that there's a t- there's a deal on the table, bro. Wait, no. They said he's going to be the highest paid backup. Oh, oh so that... We need a new contract. They're he already is the highest paid backup at $25 million. Yeah, but now they're gonna keep him and not give him the twenty five million. So, okay, so the shit that we said he wasn't gonna do, take a pay cut. That's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So that means they're restructuring you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that I could mean, also mean that that could also mean there's a trade behind the scenes in works. Maybe because like you gotta restructure it first. You gotta restructure a contract first. That a contract if someone doesn't want to take it on, and we ain't willing to pay it. You know what I mean? This yeah, is interesting. I, yeah. I want to see what it is. I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope, I hope this is good. Can we let's see if any let's see if anybody else is hearing this as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody in here. I mean, Peacock put it in there. Derek just put it in yeah. there. He put it in there. So I mean, everyone's seeing this. Um, and Tino said I stole Jimmy G in the twenty second round. I mean, who knows if he's? I mean, if he's really going to be a backup, he really is just dynasty insurance right now. Uh, at best, but I mean, this is one of those things. I mean, last year, if you drafted Marcus Mariota, which I did in a handful of dynasties, 40th round, fucking 30 something round, you know, like literally nothing, you know, then one year later, he's a starting QB. He's got a little bit of juice. You know, if he has a couple good games, I could move him for, I mean, it's almost like a 100 X, you know, on the value that I drafted him for. And like, that's why you got to draft these guys a year early. Jameis Winston, when he was a backup for the saints, have him in multiple yeah. leagues where I drafted him hella late. Cause he's a, he's a backup for sure. And uh, some of these yeah. guys can turn back into starters. I mean, I did, I did, I did that in a couple startups with Baker too, when he was in the little limb, it was during the, he was in the Cleveland limbo. Yeah. Like I'll have him and Arnold on multiple teams that got drafted this year because I just drafted them both just like yeah. hella late. Just to see, right? I mean, yeah. it's dummy late. See, Jimmy, see, it makes me a little upset too because in the SBI, I thought about taking Jimmy. But like, you know me, I'm when I'm in my, when I'm when there's something I believe, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna will it all the way. So I was like, I ain't drafting him. He's a, he's just a backup. But now it's like or no, he's he's gonna get traded or he's gonna get cut. Like I at best at best now I'm like, ah, I should have taken him as he would have been my backup for my lance. Right. <laughs> well, hey Tino, I got a nah, I don't want to make a trade for Tino. <laughs> Tino <laughs> Tino, that's my birthday twin. That's, yeah, I want Tino I said I need Tino Jimmy G to be playing by week nine. Oh, look at this trying to you know what? I got Schultz and Parsons. If they get injured, <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Zach said Gibson, Gibson sent his nephews to get his job back. <laughs> hey, bro. Man, it sucks that Gibson's the joke of like of the butt of like the whole joke of like Brian Robinson getting shot. <laughs> they call him AG in the streets. AG. Ooh. Tino said, let me get Logan Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's an inside joke, bro, because there's because like you know, saying in the mayhem of the draft, bro. Of course, I'm on point. I take my man Logan Wilson, how layup it was like, I don't know, round 14, and then super 14 team super flex, full IDPs. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Maybe not hella late, just Bogart range, right? You know I me, mean? I get Logan Wilson everywhere, <laughs> right? Love him, you know what I'm saying? And he's usually like my second or third linebacker when I grab him. What up, I big fucking, guns? Fucking love it. What up, oh, big yeah. guns? And then this morning, we all wake up to some madness in our, in our league chat. And this guy, he's swearing he took Logan, Logan Wilson, you know what I mean? Yeah, and we're like, no, you didn't. You know what I mean? And like, oh, did he quit the league over Logan Wilson? That would be epic. No, this so, guy, this so guy, Elijah Moore is still more valuable than Logan Wilson. Well, well, this dude. First of all, for context, right? This dude's a boxer and shit, right? He's a little, he's a little dude. But like, what's crazy is like he's he was always the guy in high school. He's a little older than me. He's and there's there's some shit called the alley. It was like between these houses. And then foods were boxed there. And like, he was the king of the alley. So like, hella years later, I jump in his league. He's one of the OGs in his league. I'm like, oh, what up, bro? I haven't seen him in hella long. You know what I mean? <laughs> and now he's actually boxing. But he's boxing like, you know, he's small, so he's boxing kids his weight. You know what I mean? Like young kids, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, now he's like 40. Works, your weight class. Yeah, right? And like, and he's he box. But like also, you know, he also he, he takes a hit. You know what I mean? Like. And so, like, I swear he's, like, um, it's, like, reptilian in his responses. There's no, it's all primal now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's ready to fight over everything. Like, trying to find for Where does this fool live at, bro? I don't like that. Everyone's saying he got me to trade, bro. Fuck that. I'm going to make him trade me back. This guy, <laughs> for real. About to whoop his ass and make him trade yeah, me back. for real. <laughs> this mother, like, okay, like, we, like I said, I, I, I've known this fool, so we got hella mutual friends, you know what I mean? And then he one of my, he put up, in one of those domination leagues with Rafi. One of my best friends, bro. Other <laughs> one, you can punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah, the winner punches the loser in the face. <laughs> so, like, my, so my, one of my boys, his name, none of these names, the names won't be said. But the names will be changed to protect the, the innocent and or guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, right? This dude, uh, I make a trade with him, right? And he's really hot about this. This is only one of the instance, incidents, too, because I've had many with this dude. And uh, so this dude, I make a trade with him. Everybody's getting on him. You know what I mean? Oh, he got you. Woo, woo, woo. And so that, and you know me, it's like three days of going back. He, he every yeah, time, every, every time Kev makes a trade, I'm gonna be on everyone in there, even if I'm the only one. <laughs> uh, and look, at, I so I fuck around, I fuck around, and I, I tell this motherfucker, I'm like, I'm like, hey, bro, me and you talked about this trade. There's no reverse in this trade. You know what I'm saying? And then like, so I don't care how <laughs> tough you want to get, I yeah. give you back. <laughs> in the midst of all this. Steamboat swoops in and he's like, hey, and speaking of LaVishka Chanel, right? This is 2020. He's like, hey, I got LaVishka Chanel for you, bro. And woo, 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 and this and that. And then it was like James Robinson was in the mix, right? With something that I sent away. And James Robinson was a boy in 2020. Yeah. yeah. So boom. So Steamboat leaves with James Robinson. 
And this dude just gets finessed and he leaves with vicious smell. Now he's even more mad because he's his punch drunk ass got bamboozled again. And so now he's really yeah. mad at both of us. He wants to kill us both. Right? <laughs> he flees to them. Flees to them left and right. Hold on. He's trying to call us both, blowing us up. And we're on the phone like, this guy's tripping for real, bro. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, bro, were you, were you looking out the window? Like, this motherfucker. Nah, hell not. But he don't know where I live, one. And if he pulled up, I'll shoot him. Like, it's easy. This guy's like, he's already threatening. He's going to kill us. And this and that. Like, listen, I'll fucking shoot you. Just pull up. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I have all these text messages. Like, see this Ossifer right here? Ossifer. This whole list right here. He was coming to kill me. Now he's in my garage floor dead. Anyways, I'm just joking. All jokes aside. He wants to kill us, right? He can't fight. He shows up to, to Steamboat's old house. He didn't even know the Steamboat moved. You know what I mean? And he goes, he calls me up. And so now he's blowing me up too. So I finally pick him like, hey, bro, I have nothing to do with your trade with him. You should, you had James Robinson. Like, you feel, you know, this is snap, right? He's just destroying his team. Then he, then he, then he goes, where's Steamboat? Where's Steamboat live at? Do you still live in the same spot? I'm like, bro, he moved. He's like, for real? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I went to their house. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, they don't live there. And he goes, he's like, they, they, that's what they said. They said he didn't live there. I didn't believe him. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> he went to the old house. <laughs> oh, shit. Then he's called Steve's brother. Hey, you're the only one I picked up. But there's 14 of us, right? And he, just because he has the thread, like today, he was in there. He was like, who's, he was like, whose phone number is Johnson's? And it's all crickets because Johnson's probably like, no one tell him which one's mine. Because, <laughs> like, even if he has a trade he wants to do with you, and like, like he works graveyard sometimes, right? And so it'd be like, he'd be like, it was my night off, bro, and I was up all night. Fucking trade. Fuck. And like, okay, so now get to, get, get it back to me. Here's another incident, right? And, you know, it, it's something similar. I won't, it's, it's, we just got into it in the chat. Because he always says, like, one of his sayings is like, I'm spank that ass. And, like, you know, so we're, like, throwing personal shots at each other because we kind of know each other, you know what I mean? And I don't give a fuck about him. I'm telling him his life sucks and you're a bum. And, like, he's talking all this shit about, I'm um, this and that. I'm going to fuck you up. You, you, you thought you was the shit in high school. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, I just bought a property. You live with your mom's. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? And then, you know, we we're, were going there. We're going back and forth. And then, like, he, he goes to my man's house, one of my best friends that he happens to know, right? Oh, fucking And he man. showed up. He's, he's up all night. He's furious about our exchange. And we have these strict rules, right? Shout out to my man, Steven, the commissioner. Strict rules that you can, you it's mandatory you're in this text thread. <laughs> and only from nine to nine, it's popping. None of that, is good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the commissioner's cutthroat. He'll dock you some shit. Like, he, you know what I mean? So it's like 901. Boom, it's going off. I, I, whoa, he's talking shit. He was waiting all night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then my man Birdo, here's my man Birdo calling me. And he's like, bro, man, what the fuck, bro? How you gonna have, you know, woo woo? Like I said, his name. Like, How you gonna have woo woo pulling up to my crib, bro? Talking about hopping a car. Show me where Bogey lives. <laughs> Are you really like? And he's like, this, this dude talking about he, he's, he's gonna have an organized box boxing match with you. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, what did you do to him, dog? Like, I got him in 
fucking train, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, bro! And it's like, I never, I almost, I want to leave this league every year, but Steamboat's like, fuck that, fuck these guys. I can't, I can't believe I've never, <laughs> I've never heard this story before. Every year, bro. I and can't like, believe I've never. Okay, so, so now, so now here, here's today. Oh man! And like he's already been like, you know, this basically like yellow cards like we've been had. He's had to been told before, like like the commissioner coming. All right, guys, shake your dicks off. Hey, <laughs> 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 I know Tino's laughing because this is all real. But the guy, Steve, my my man Steve, would be like, all right, guys, shake your dick off. Shake shake your dicks off. You know, I mean, this 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 pissing contest is over. Yeah, you know I mean, and then like. You know, so I just vowed, me and a couple other guys, we just oh, vowed God. to never acknowledge him, right? <laughs> we just don't acknowledge him in this thread because it's mandatory we're all in this thread. So yeah. there's like a handful of us. It's kind of like a little alliance I have within the 14 of us. We just don't really acknowledge this dude, right? But check us out. So this morning, the drafts yesterday, it's like four hours long. Today, he's like, this morning, he's like, hey, I got Logan Wilson, bro. <laughs> and I'm, you know me, I'm like, yes, because it's me that has Logan Wilson and I'm about to fire him up. <laughs> I'm like, listen, bro, you don't have Logan Wilson because you didn't draft Logan Wilson. You drafted Vaughn Miller. See, then a round later, a whole nother round later, I took Logan Wilson because it was my turn. So on my turn, I took Logan Wilson. So Logan Wilson is on my roster. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, my other man's, you know, so we're having an exchange. And he's like, somebody vouch. Y'all was there? Because he was one of the only six out of 14 that was there live drafting while all of us were all digitally, like, patched in. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, so he's like, nobody will vouch for him, one. Right? <laughs> and, two, someone was clicking his, uh, typing his name, his players' names in for him. So he had to tell that person to put the name in. You know what I mean? And he yeah. told that person Von Miller. And then he didn't even get to the next round and then take Logan Wilson for his own. So Logan Wilson's there for me. I ain't never heard a soul say Logan Wilson because you know us savvy drafters won't even say a name or talk about a name unless they're already been drafted. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So no one said Logan Wilson. And I'm like, boom, Logan Wilson, who I'm following up Michael Parsons and Jordan Brooks up with, right? as my third and i'm getting them accordingly not like in succession so i feel really good about this nothing said so now i'm talking shit and he we're going back and forth you know what i mean and then you know i told i'm texting the commissioner like hey bro this ain't really y'all ain't gonna reverse this shit y'all y'all gotta show me like proof of like a fucking a recording of him saying the shit or something bro because we we were on ain't nobody said nobody's vouching for this motherfucker and then and then uh, my man's who vowed, who, who vowed that he'll never talk to this guy. He goes, hey, guys, McDonald's breakfast, they got a secret menu. It's called the hash brown McMuffin. It's an excellent way to start your day. And then, and I swear to God, in my life, all my life, when I go to McDonald's, if I get a sausage McMuffin or egg McMuffin, I'm taking the motherfucking hash brown, I'm putting it right in it. So this is my idea. And so I, and, and while this guy's, hey, somebody vouched, I took Logan Wilson. I go... Hey, I swear to God, I invented the hash brown McMuffin. 
and my lady will vouch for it. <laughs> but McDonald's has it on their secret menu. So it's on their roster, <laughs> not mine, like Logan Wilson is. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this Jimmy G shit real quick. He's out there trying to find me to kill me right now. Bro, I mean, first you fleece him on the train, then you jack Logan Wilson from him, bro. You got everything coming to you. <laughs> hey, no one jack nobody. <laughs> All right. So, and they ain't uh, fleecing nobody when they hit accept, man. Big Tons over here said, what the fuck are the Niners doing? No trade clause, no tag clause, highest paid backup. Yeah, it's a one-year contract. No trade clause. He can't be tagged. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent next year. That's great for him. That's hooking him up. Yeah. And now it's going to be easier to trade him if something else happens. See, this is why – oh, this is brilliant. You ready for this? We don't want to cut him. We don't want to cut him now, obviously. Now we have him for a year. Solid backup. Because Lance, if he gets hurt, solid backup. Now, yep. if anyone else gets hurt, a contender now we have him and he we could trade him and jimmy will love the trade because he won't be locked into this team after this season yeah bam i mean the no trade clause does that uh, let him hold all his cards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and brandon said should i trade dk for zeke i'll receive zeke i mean i guess i'd rather have zeke over dk i mean if Jimmy somehow gets over to Seattle, though, uh, might be a little bit nicer for DK. I'd rather have DK because, like, the Seattle, they're gearing up to have a, a young, hot QB next year, bro. When you look at Geno Smith and Drew Locke, you're looking at a top five pick overall. Antonio said you should send him a trade with Logan Wilson. Bet that would really piss him I off. already did. I sent him <laughs> Logan I sent him Logan Wilson, Rashad Bateman, and Stevenson. And I'm ask, and I'm asking for Cooper Cup, Joe Mixon, and uh, oh, and um, uh, something. It was something really shitty. Um, he was like Jamal Williams or something. <laughs> and Mike said, "What's good, homies? What do you guys think of the Jimmy G news? I mean, I didn't think that he was gonna get traded, and so I mean, this just goes into uh, you know, I, this is what insurance." I this is what I think. I think this is, I think this is this is like just exactly how the offseason has been with the Niners. Like I just can't, I just can't pinpoint anything. And outside of Jimmy is our starter. I mean, Jimmy is our starter. Is Jimmy is not our starter? That's the only thing I I've been right on. And yeah. now they're paying him literally to be the best, the big highest paid backup. Yeah. Okay. Well, now hold on. Um, let's go all the way back because you were saying how they needed to get rid of Jimmy G because bad for Trey Lance, like all yeah. that. Yeah. But now him knowing he's the backup, but he was already the guy be that the backup. They already not said the guy that. that should be the starter. That's paid like the starter. No, but they already said that uh, that Trey was going to be the starter. I mean, still though, with Jimmy there, you made you made all your comments knowing. Yeah. That okay. Trey Lance listen, I don't like I don't like him here. Still, I'm trying to just make sense of it. I don't like him there. It's bad. Everything I said earlier still stands. It's not there good. Go. He throws he throws a pick six. There's gonna be guys that are gonna be like Jimmy wouldn't have done that. Like, you know what I mean? Well, that's what I wanted to hear. Is it still the same thing? Even they're though already gonna be listen. 
Lance don't even want to stand next to him. He's gonna look uglier just by 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 just by basic comparison, bro. We are we were already talking about Jimmy being big dick swinging in the fucking I'm shower. Telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, about that. But okay, here's one thing. Here's one thing that would be cool. Wait, okay, wait, real quick. Hold on, before you get to that, don't don't lose your thought. Where do you stand on Trey Lance now that you know Jimmy's gonna be here? Same exact value? Does it lower him? No, I, it makes it makes me mad that like I was moving like there was gonna be no Jimmy there because then I would have been taking Jimmy as a backup everywhere I have Lance. You know what I mean? It's it's Lance. Lance, how about this? If there's a game where we're losing the game because of Lance, like turning the ball over and whatnot, and you know, they're benching Jimmy going there. You know what I mean? But the next week, it'll be Lance back in there. You know what I mean? Well, what yeah. if Jimmy looks good and Jimmy comes back and wins a game? Jimmy, I think this is all. I think what's interesting about this whole, the, the new light on this situation is that he is officially labeled the backup, not the old right. starter. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and he's the highest paid backup. Like, that's his official tag now. He's back, to his, he's back to his roots. So hopefully he could do like what he did with Jim when he was uh, when he was behind Tommy. You know what I mean? Where they'd be like letting Tommy know what he saw. He, maybe maybe he's gonna let Trey know. Like, hey, listen, when they come at you, ooh, don't don't wait, let it go. Or this and that. you know he's gonna have some type of motherfucking advice, bro. I hope so, because uh, now your title says it. You're the backup. Cause I, yeah, because I wonder if that's something that you know that they. I mean. Not that he has to like mentor him or anything, but just be do like the backups would. I mean, if you see something out there from a different point of view, I mean, you're gonna bring it up, right? Like, I mean, hey, Trey Lance is hella ugly though, bro. Like, he better not bring no girls. Around, <laughs> he better not bring no girls around Jimmy because Jimmy will fuck him. <laughs> better not bring your mom around Jimmy. Jimmy will. Fuck hey, him. Look. hey, Jimmy. Jimmy is so handsome. Don't bring your brothers around him. Like he's just—he's fucking everyone, bro. They give—they give it up. <laughs> he's like Trey's. Like, hey man, my dad said he had a great time meeting you last night. Oh, what else he tell you? <laughs> okay, cool. That's it. All right. <laughs> Steven Tyler in the building. What up, bro? Jimmy G was fuck Steven Tyler, bro. <laughs> he said, "I guess the 49ers then let go of Jimmy G. Yep, just signed the re." Uh, Reconstructed deal worth sixteen million. All right, so there we go. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Hopefully, we, hopefully hide your wife and hide your Peacock says, "Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, mm-hmm. and hide your husbands." Because they're fucking everyone around here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what's that? What's that motherfucker's name too? Antoine uh, Dodson. Yeah, Antoine Dodson, bro. Well, obviously, <laughs> we got a rapist here in Lincoln Park. <laughs> oh, shit. That is like OG viral. That was so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> oh, man. That shit's fucking hilarious. I'm, I'm going to go watch it after we get off. The Jimmy shit pisses me off a lot, though, because I would have. Hella you were literally just talking about how Jimmy needs to get the fuck out of there. We're making all these uh, jokes about how Jimmy's about to make Lance feel all uncomfortable uh, and shit. Anything that hey, Lance does that wrong, great? Jimmy's going to be there great. winking at him and shit. <laughs> hey, listen, they went in. The, Jimmy went in there in that office with, with Shanahan and John Lynch, 
and they were prepared to tell him he's out of here. We're trading him. And then Jimmy fucked him both. <laughs> Jimmy fucked him. And then they were like, he was on my ice pay backup. <laughs> he's so right. handsome. He fucks everyone, bro. Can't look at him directly. That's why <laughs> Tommy yeah. knows. He, as powerful as his wife is a witch. She's a powerful witch. Even even all the white magic in the world couldn't she couldn't resist Jimmy's charm. Oh no, oh no. And Brandon even said it right there. Porn star Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Hide your ladies around him. <laughs> Hide yourself from Jimmy, Brandon said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Lisa <coughs> Bogart, don't get your blood pressure up over Jimmy. <laughs> I'm mad, I'm mad as fuck because it's like ah. Why didn't I just play? The, why didn't I just uh, routinely still take them? I just I believe so strongly in what I'm saying. Ooh, that everywhere good. I have Lance, I was like, I ain't getting Jimmy. He gonna be on nice. Tino, he'll be back from somewhere else. Tino with some stats. He said Shanahan's a 500 coach. Uh, he can't afford another losing season. Is probably why he's keeping Jimmy. I mean, his only his, he his winning seasons with the Niners is what he's talking about. Yeah, because, because oh, I mean, just with the Niners, not as just with the Niners. Yeah, because I mean, he was with. I mean, you, know, you consider with the Falcons, with right. Houston. You know what I'm saying? With uh, with Cleveland. You know what I mean? I still count those as him being the OCs. You know what I mean? Okay. I'll tell you this much: he sure knows how to lose the big one. Uh, what was it? Twenty-eight to three. When I was with the Falcons. Yeah. Twenty-eight then, to three. Uh, they got it on their ring. 28 to 3 is on their ring. On their ring. And then what was the what was the score in the uh the uh, Jimmy the Jimmy one? It Before was 28. Every... Oh, uh uh 20 to 10? 20 to 10, okay. Yeah. 20 to 10. No, 30 to 20. 30 to 20. So the over Jimmy it's 24. No, it's 23 to 20. And we're, we're, we 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 over we overthrow Manny Sanders. Yeah, I love it, Brandon. He said, uh, "I just want to say I love you guys smoking in the middle of the live." <laughs> and I don't know why I just heard half baked right there after he's coming up with the idea. Third good coming up with the idea of how he has to how he should smoke. Can't go in there all clear eyed. And yeah, and it's like that is an excellent idea, third good. Wow. <laughs> Just right. smoke it, yo. <laughs> I know, like, oh shit, no wonder I, I, my blood pressure was going. I was like, I need to my medicine. Okay, so Tino said uh, so one seventy eight to one forty four. So I'm assuming that's his overall uh, record. So yeah, it's a lot better than five hundred for sure. One seventy eight to one forty four. Yeah, and like, what? And also, no, if we really want to deep dive his losses with the Niners. You know, said so, uh, without before Jimmy, uh, maj- I want to say majority of the losses were all by a possession or less. So it was like I remember I used to, I was telling my boy like after the first two years, like yeah, we're gonna be okay if Jimmy can be okay. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing with Jimmy is he just he drives the car great. It's a great car. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it sucks when you see Lance stalling out and he's like, oh well, he's. He just got a you know, you know, jerky I mean? gas break dipping it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not on purpose. 
<laughs> Come on, bro. Burn the clutch, bro. You know what I mean? And shout out so, to Destroyer said Kamara and Devonta Smith for Tony Pollard and uh, Najee Harris uh, questions with uh, the Kamara suspension. I mean, I'm assuming it's redraft, yeah. And I hate making trades like this, like running back wide receiver for running I'll back. I'll take the Kamara side. I'm a savage. Kamara and Swift, give me that. I don't fuck with Tony Pollard. No, 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 no. Kamara and Smith, Devonta Smith. Uh, no, I don't like that at all, bloody. Yeah, I mean, it's it's two running backs for, you know, two. Well, I guess, I, I don't know why I said running back wide receiver for running back wide receiver. Um, I guess if you... Uh, I mean, if you need running back depth, because neither Tony, one of those guys, I mean, come on, let's be yeah. real. Devonta Smith, Tony Pollard, like they're not making a difference to anyone's team unless you're really, really hurting at that position. The guy's trying to get to Harris. That's what he's trying to do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And you're giving up. I mean, because Devonta Smith on paper is a better player or a better fantasy asset right now than Tony Pollard. Yeah. And Najee is more of a commodity than Kamara. Yeah. I mean, and Destroyer said Kamara could get suspended, though he could. Um, but still, you're you're still selling yourself short on it. But so I guess he's uh, I guess he's saying uh, so he would be trading away uh, Kamara to get Najee. If you want to get away from the headache, that's worth it to me. How about that? Yeah, I don't really yeah, like maybe. Pollard, but if uh, if Smith is just like a backup, I'm just saying you get Najee, and then Tony Puss is whatever to me. But you get Najee, and like yeah. you get no headache. And say Kamara doesn't get suspended, right? And he plays a full season. So does Najee. Who do you think finishes higher? And Brad, <coughs> wait. <coughs> say it one more time. Like, who do you think finishes higher if uh, if Najee and Kamara play a full season? Oh, Najee. Najee, right? So, yeah, yeah I, I'm doing that trade based on that because I think Devontae Smith, to me, is like, he's like a, he's a WR3, so I'm okay with taking a, an RB3 for WR3 in this instance to get to Najee. Yep. Yeah, I'd be down for that. And, and get rid of the headache of, like, this looming suspension. And uh, Brandon knows what's up. He said, I wouldn't take any advice if you're not high. Yeah, I can't be all coming all clear-eyed and shit to the live stream. People would know what's up. Yeah, why do you think when, when the deep, when the dope boys got this other dude, like, who's this guy? Hey, you know what? Here, hit this coke real quick in front of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't do that shit. Well, then we then then we're gonna kill you. And Tino said, "Sounds like he needs a wide receiver. Go get uh, Dubs from Green Bay." Uh, well, no, I mean he was trading away uh, Smith, so I'm assuming that like he's already like yeah. wide and like I'm, I'm assuming Dubs ain't just out there and on the waiver like that neither. Nah, and, and regularly in regular leagues though, we're talking like just some basic, you know. Basic regular leagues, these uh, like literally like 13, 13 spots, you know, or for your QB and skill positions. Dubs isn't in drafted in all those leagues. There was someone earlier who was like, is, who's all this B Robinson news? Like who the fuck's drafting B Robinson? So like, you know, like for the regular ass leagues, that's what we're talking about. Not hey, You know what's funny? So I was talking to Steamboat about this. Where, like, that league, shout out to the Eastside League, the one I was talking about earlier. That oh, league. Real, real quick, Destroyer said, would it be better to do Kamara for Najee straight up? I mean, I, I would I would do that because I think uh, Najee's just going to be the better player no matter what. So, yeah. 
I mean, and, and you, if, if, if the only way you're going to get away with this is you got to make sure that guy is aware of this, whatever injury he's dealing with, just to be like, that could be your little leverage because ain't nobody going to be like, well, for straight up, you know what I mean? I mean, you might as well find your weakest bench receiver and just throw that in there and do a two-for-one. And be like, here's Kamara and weak receiver X, and then give me motherfucking Najee. Anyways, that I was telling Steamboat about this, how – in that league, this dude, am I, am I, am I in a matrix? No, you're good. Uh, okay, cool. Where's my shit? My, my shit kept flashing. This, this dude, he, uh, he's not in too many leagues. So in this league, it's probably the world. It's, it's like, it's the no all be the end all be all to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, and, and in this league, he's the guy that reaches for the IDPs. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, his like how own, early when like how early did he draft Micah Parsons or TJ Watt? Well, see this year, he didn't reach. I'm just saying in years past. Oh okay, right? He's always been that guy. That like, but because I actually got Parsons like like I don't know in the eleventh round or something like that. Oh, shit. Like, okay, like you know, like the people were. Anyways, this dude, he was making a case. I said Logan Wilson. Somebody vouch. Y'all know. How much I I'm so serious with my defense guys, y'all know. <laughs> Someone and, and he was trying to tell us the steamboat. At first, he's trying to say this in the chat, then he's trying to text us the steamboat. And then you know, even at one point, he's blowing my phone up, and I just went straight to the chat, bro. I thought we already had this talk a year ago. Don't call my phone ever again. <laughs> I said, if you want to trade for for Logan Wilson, you can text me. Otherwise, don't call me. You know what I mean? I'm like. Do I have to explain it again? I said the name because it was my turn, and that name was Logan Wilson, and now he's on my team. We we got to get that box that that drop for you, Bogey. I'ma call you, but don't ever 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 ever, ever, ever come by here, okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he's one of them cats. Bray's ready to pull up. <laughs> I mean, shit. And you can't, you know what I'm saying? He's about to pull up. He's wild, bro. He's about to, if he knew where a motherfucker lives, he might just crash the car into their house. (laughs) I'm home. (laughs) I know you're in there. I'm coming for Logan Wilson. We're going to reverse that train. Everybody says the Mr. Sinal sucks, bro. You got me, bro. Man, you should put the, you should put that in the trade. Hey, dude, we call. It was funny because one time a, a different number calls me, bro. I pick it up. It's like early in the morning. I'm dropping the kids off to school. I'm with my girl too. We're gonna have like she's off, so we're gonna have like breakfast. So it's like we're walking back to the car. And it's my with phone the burner number. <laughs> and like, and you know, when you're with when you're with your with your, with your female, you cannot pick up this number. Like, Who the fuck is that? I don't know. I pick it up. Hello. I do one of those. Hello. Who's this? And he's like, hey, hey, Bogart. <laughs> and it was this fool. I'm like, ah. Oh. And he was yelling, he's on his work phone. And then and I'm like, damn, bro. You're going to get fired at work. <laughs> Just because I'm not thinking you up doesn't mean picking it up doesn't mean call me from other phones, bro. Call me from a motherfucking that's somebody else's phone at work and shit. Damn, bro. Fuck. Oh, 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 that shit's wild. Man, oh, this shit was funny as fuck. Actually, thinking about it now. <laughs> oh, shit. and uh, and Brandon said, "You guys have any sleepers?" 
I, I mean, got a handful. Of Isaiah leaders. Pacheco. Yeah, bogey's on that Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I really like Marvin Jones and uh, and Christian Kirk for uh, for the Jags just because you can get them like damn near free. And I really feel like Trevor Lawrence is stepping it up this year. And especially now with no LaVishka Chenault, no DJ Chark, any of that. Not like LaVishka Chenault was going to be anything, but just one less body there totally. Right. And, um, I mean, you said it earlier, Zach Ertz, if you're just looking for late tight end, people forget about, you know what I mean? Yeah. PPR goodness. Um, especially with with Hopkins going to miss some time. You know what I mean? Oh, Peacock's on Team Isaiah's. Yes. He said Isaiah Pacheco and Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, I like that a lot. And, I mean, if you got Eckler, they're talking about this Josh Kelly shit right now. Uh, Isaiah Spiller, he, he's probably out. If you can stash him, because he's going to be the guy eventually. You know? But Austin Eckler having an injury history, I like, I like having the backup. And, you know, just stuff you can hold on to week one. And if you need to pick up some or, or chase whatever hot waiver wire pickup, those are the guys you can just cut right away. You know what I mean? But that's what holding the handcuffs all about, too. I mean, I guess we should talk about a little bit of strategy anyway. My favorite with the handcuffs is if they're available and their game's about to start on, like, you know, one, one o'clock. You know what I mean? Tino, we're talking about in a, in a draft, not just on waivers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're oh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're assuming he's talking about sleepers in a draft, not guys who are on the waiver wire right now. Yeah. Just like yeah, regular right. picks. Oh, yeah. Is that is that it? I know we had some more items, but I can't think of anything right now. Uh, well, so Juju, he came back. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what that was. Yeah, so Juju's back. Um, Chris Godwin, um, still saying that he's on track for week one, but – I mean, they're still, I mean, pretty non-committal on how much he would play, um, you know, those kind of things. But saying that he is looking, uh, that he's looking good out there. And yeah, I, I think what it is too is this is it's, it's OG coach speak, right? Like, yeah, OG coach speak. You know what I mean? How about uh, how about everyone hating on Mac Jones and that uh, Patriots are acting like he's not the QB yeah. that they thought he was, yeah. and not really throwing touchdowns like that. Yeah. You think that's more, you think that's more clickbait than uh, than anything? Because Bill doesn't really say shit like that. I mean, I hear you, son. Hold on, I gotta find the thing. Let me go. I was right. Um, you know what it is? Is like they're literally trying to figure out their their offensive scheme. They're switching to from a, a a wide, a wide like power gap run scheme to a zone run scheme, and Mac. That's what Mac Jones flourished in under Nick Saban. So I mean, do you think it's far fetched that like you know maybe Saban's like you know the kid's good in you know zone run, woo woo woo, and they and then you know here's rocket scientist. Matt Patricia, and this is his his answer to what uh, uh, they're gonna do with no McDaniel's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Josh McDaniel's that is. So I don't know. And then, you know, the, but the one thing that concerns me is when you're going from a whole different run scheme and blocking scheme. You know, like zone run is like, like you're moving the pocket now for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not just moving your guys out the way. Like you're, you're more than you're in unison more than more than a traditional like north south power run. You know what I mean? Yeah, Chris, we said he almost put his ass on the trade. Yeah, yeah, because uh, 
Yeah, you just yeah. You yeah, I'll be right. I'll be right. Well, back hey, we're we're getting ready to sign there. off. We got the draft in an hour, so we're just oh yeah, right now. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got to jump on this other one too in like ten minutes. Yep, sounds <laughs> good. So we'll see you guys in an hour. We'll be back for the vampire draft. I just put the link in the chat right now. We'll see you guys in an hour. Peace. Yep, pigs. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. No surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.